Hey guys, welcome to the inaugural episode of The Birdcage. The idea behind this new pod is to focus on all things UFL basketball and football and recruiting. So we're going to try this out, see how it goes, and uh, figured now would be a good time as any to start a new pod. And with the upcoming coaching search that's going to be taking place, uh, once uh, Kenny Payne is likely let go at the end of the year. And uh, yeah, we're going to do this for fun and see how it goes. And if we get a good enough audience going, we'll hopefully have some guests on at some point. That'd be nice. And this is just my way of keeping in touch with everything going on in Louisville, being as I'm not there. And I want to uh, share my fandom with the rest of you guys, right? So this first episode, we're going to be recapping the Notre Dame beatdown that occurred last night in the Yum Center as well as the Jeff Barzello article that was posted today. We'll recap that and uh, talk about it for a few minutes and go from there. These episodes probably aren't going to be very long because I don't have that kind of time. <laughs> and uh, we'll, uh, we'll touch on some things, some news and notes here and there, some bits and pieces of info that I come across, and we'll talk about it and go from there. So let's start with this Notre Dame disaster last night at the Yum, right? So... Louisville, obviously, everybody knows, lost by 22 points last night uh, at the um, center to Notre Dame, to a crappy Notre Dame team, by the way. Uh, Notre Dame coming into the night was 9-16. Louisville going into the night was 8-18. So this was truly a battle in the cellar of the ACC. And Louisville got 20-pieced on their home floor. Uh, I can't say anything about this game. That hasn't already been said a thousand times by now. This was an absolute embarrassment. This is so far off the standards that Louisville basketball has. And uh, I think I, I know I speak for myself. I'm hesitant to speak for the rest of the fan base, but judging by the reaction on Twitter or X and uh, social media sites last night, I think the rest of the fan base is right there with me in saying that I cannot wait for this season to end. And I cannot wait for there to be a coaching change, and hopefully we can get a, a new coach in here that can resurrect this program and get us back to the standards that we have. Okay, so this is a program that has, I don't have to tell you the history of Louisville basketball, multiple Final Fours, multiple Sweet Sixteens, Elite Eights, All-Americans, two Hall of Fame head coaches, uh, really two head coaches over the span of, what, 50 years? So we're, so we're incredibly far off the standards that this program has. So touching on the Notre Dame game last night, Louisville once again failed to guard anybody at the perimeter, uh, failed to close out on shooters, uh, gave up backdoor cut after backdoor cut in the paint. Uh, just absolute ridiculousness uh, across the board. Uh, Brendan Shrewsbury uh, for Notre Dame scored 23 on Louisville last night with a career-high seven three-point shots going down the net. And, uh, yeah, it was that kind of night for our beloved Fighting Cardinals of Louisville. So, uh, yeah, there's not much I can say about that game. It's just an absolute disaster. Um, so post-game, Kenny was asked if he uh, had any 
insight about his job security moving forward and he as we all know we've all heard the quote by now said that he is not worried about his job security moving forward he is focused on getting the team better and and well when you're 8 and 19 and in the bottom of the ACC with what five games left on the schedule I think that ship has sailed Uh, this team's not going to get any better and I was never of the opinion that this team has gotten better over these last few weeks yes we beat Florida State uh, but uh, Florida State was on a downtrend. They've been on a downtrend ever since that game. Uh, this is a team that has lost to DePaul, who has fired their coach already. This team has lost to Arkansas State. This team has lost to Chattanooga. This team has lost to programs and teams that Louisville basketball should never come remotely close to losing to. Um, so... Yeah, there's, I'm not going to relitigate this Notre Dame game much, uh, but I did want to open up the episode starting to, to talk with that. Um, we'll look at the stat sheet here just real quick. Uh, like I said, I'm not going to relitigate this thing very much, but Notre Dame, 6 for 8 from the free throw line, 12 for 27 from behind the arc. Louisville, conversely, 4 from 17, 4 out of 17 from behind the arc. So Louisville, shots weren't falling. Notre Dame seemed like they couldn't miss anything. Notre Dame shot over 40% from the field. Louisville shot 33% from the field. Uh, Turnovers, Louisville had 11. Notre Dame had 7. Points in the paint for the Fighting Irish. I guess, are they the Fighting Irish? I don't know. The Irish. 30 points in the paint for Notre Dame. 22 for Louisville. And Louisville never led in this game. Uh, So Notre Dame led from, from whistle to whistle, bell to bell in front of a raucous crowd of 11,000, which obviously there wasn't 11,000 people in that arena last night. There was like five, 6,000, I would say. But nonetheless, 11,000 posted attendance, right? So that's the game that happened last night. Uh, just, again, absolute garbage display uh, of, of basketball. Louisville right now, we're not even playing the same sport that the top teams in the country are playing at this point in the season. We are so far removed from the standard of Louisville basketball. And, uh, yeah, we're uh, <laughs> we're not in a good way right now. Um, so moving on, we're, I'm going to put that Notre Dame game to rest. We're gonna, it's, it's dead and buried. We're moving on. So Jeff Borzello came out with a column this morning. Uh, if you have access to ESPN+, Plus, you've already read this by now, but... Uh, he essentially went down the list of some of the top jobs that are open, and he touched on Louisville. Uh, talked about how it seemed likely that uh, Coach Payne would get let go at uh, December after the Kentucky game, and we all know that that did not happen for whatever reason. Uh, there's rumors going around everywhere of why that did not take place, but nonetheless, uh, he he survived through the Christmas break, and. Uh, so we're here. Jeff Barzello, mainly, when, well, while he's talking about Louisville, he really only had a couple of sentences here that I feel are noteworthy uh, to touch on. So he says, when he's talking about Louisville, uh, he says, quote, It's hard to see Payne getting another season, especially with Louisville last making an NCAA tournament appearance in 2019. When this one opens, it will be the best job available with big names ranging from Scott Drew 
to Nate Oates, to Greg McDermott, to Dusty May, all possibly on athletic director Josh Hurd's list, end quote. So I felt that was noteworthy because I feel like a lot of the fan base over these past couple of years, it's, I don't, it's almost like Stockholm Syndrome, right? Like we have let these standards fall so far where I have seen some in the fan base say that, you know, oh, Louisville don't have the money. We can't get a coach that we want to get. We're not the program that we used to be, yada, yada, yada. Guys, that is absolute crap. It's absolute garbage line of thinking. It's trash. This is Louisville basketball. When you have a national writer for ESPN, the biggest name in sports, saying that Louisville, when the job opens, will be the biggest job open, will be the best job open. And keep in mind, jobs that are open right now, Ohio State is open right now, West Virginia is open right now, Washington, Stanford, Michigan, Oklahoma State, Arizona State, <clears throat> all these all these jobs. IU may come open. Villanova may or may not come open. All of these programs potentially are going to have a job opening come uh, next month in March. Louisville is going to be the best job available out of all those, according to Jeff Borzello. And I think it's long past time that we as Louisville fans realize that pick ourselves up off the mat, brush ourselves off, and realize that the standards that we have, just because these last two years have sucked, does not change the standards that Louisville basketball has. Louisville basketball, as I said in the beginning, multiple Final Fours, multiple Elite Eights, countless Sweet Sixteens, multiple McDonald's All-Americans, two Hall of Fame head coaches. This is a program that should be in the NCAA tournament year in and year out, should be in the second weekend of the NCAA tournament, year in and year out, competing for Sweet 16s, Elite Eights, Final Fours, year in and year out, and once every three, four, five years, competing for a national title. That is the standards of Louisville basketball. Point blank, period. And I think it's long past time that we get back to that and to get that swagger back that this program sorely, sorely needs. Uh, on the next episode, I want to try to sit down and run through a couple of my head coaching candidates that I would like to see. Uh, right off the rip, we know with the Nate Oates has been the talk of the town over this past week. Uh, I think he would bring that swagger back. I really do. Um, he wins at a high rate. His offense is exciting to watch. They put 98 points up last night. I think the this was their like fourth or fifth game this year where they've scored 90 or more points. So that was that's obviously an exciting brand of basketball. Now, granted, Louisville fans were used to pressing defense and switching and you know man-to-man defense and a little zone here and there, and I, I get that. But at the same time, you have to adjust with the times. Right, I think basketball, especially college basketball, we're moving towards a more high octane offense. Where look, you got to make baskets to win games. We got to we got to score points, as Mike Rutherford says. All right, um, so I, I think the game's headed in that direction. But nonetheless, we'll touch on some candidates uh, on another episode. But for this inaugural episode, I wanted to recap the Notre Dame game and try to give a little bit of a pep talk to this fan base. I mean, my gosh, guys. Wake up. You're fans of Louisville basketball. It is a privilege to coach here. 
It is a privilege to put on that uniform, year, night in and night out. It is a privilege to step on Denny Crum Court. It is a privilege to play in an NBA arena in front of 22,000 people every single night. That is a privilege. It's not a right. And it's high time, way past time that we get back to that, to that line of thinking. So guys, like I said, these are going to be pretty short episodes. Um, thanks for listening along, and uh, hopefully we'll uh, get to do these a little more often. Before I go, I did want to touch on a couple of the rumors that are floating out there today. Uh, like I said in the beginning, when I get some snippets here and there, I'll try to pass them on. As with any kind of rumor, take it as a grain of salt, uh, especially when I have no way of confirming rumors. Uh, I, don't, I don't live there, right? I'm not plugged in. I'm not a media guy. Uh, so I'm just a fan like the rest of you. But uh, some rumors that I, were here, that I was hearing last night was, you know, a couple of donors, one to two, I'm not going to name names, have, said, have told Josh Hurd that they will take care of the buyout. And Eric Crawford tweeted last night after the game that the buyout is not an issue. Read into that what you will. To me, when I read Eric Crawford's tweet, couple that with what I was hearing at the same time, this uh, to me, it seems like what the rumors are saying is true. That a couple of high-level donors have told the athletic director that they'll take care of the buyout, but they want Kenny to finish the year. And as much as I want to move on as soon as possible. I was hoping to wake up this morning to a uh, press release from UofL that we were moving on, but uh, nonetheless, that's not happened, at least as of 1 p.m. Central Time. That hasn't happened. Um, I was hoping to wake up to that, but nonetheless, we didn't. didn't happen. But I think that Kenny will finish the year, and I think that he'll be let go probably within 24 to 48 hours of Louisville losing in the day of shame in the ACC tournament. Uh, I think that's what's going to happen. So, and then we'll move on with the coaching search and hopefully get somebody in here that can revitalize this program and revitalize this fan base and get some of that swagger back uh, that this program sorely, sorely needs and this fan base needs. Uh, it's long past time to get back to that. So, thanks for joining me on the inaugural episode of the Birdcage. I appreciate you you giving me a couple of minutes of your time, and if you guys have any suggestions or uh, criticisms, anything that I can do to make these episodes a little better, if the quality's okay, if it needs to be a little better, please let me know. You can find me on Twitter at SouthernCard, and uh, thank you guys. Peace out, and go Cards. <laughs>